Hello, and welcome back to the 37th episode of Chalice of Hope. I'm your host, Jason, and today has been a very long Sunday. Well, this entire week has been extremely long, extremely stressful, you know, everything ranging from, you know, politics to just me trying to take care of myself. You know, I've just been extremely overwhelmed, you know, and one of the things which has given me solstice has been, you know, the, this podcast and being able to help support and help to bring awareness to an amazing website, a way, an amazing resource. And it's actually one of the things which I have the honor of working alongside of. So this semester, I have the honor of working alongside a startup called Neoth, which focuses in the mental health sector and provides, you know, stress management plans. And, you know, one of the things which I've been, you know, extremely trying to, you know, advocate for, to support is to help people find resources to help with the burden of feeling overwhelmed, feeling, you know, like it just won't seem better. You know, there, it seems like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, I duly, I truly do think that, you know, you should go check out what the, the startup that I work alongside has to offer. You know, I think it's, it's an amazing resource. You know, there's so many things which it has, you know, it has interactive modules, interactive, you know, activities, and it's like, it's catered towards your own interests or what you specify. So, you know, I'll leave the Google form sign up in the description. And, you know, I highly recommend you check it out. You know, no matter how stressed you feel, you know, if you're feeling as stressed as I am, or, you know, if you just feel that you're having one of those off days, you know, I highly recommend that you give it a check or, you know, you journal what you have to say, whatever you do. I think you just need to visualize, be able to see that, you know, you're not okay. You know, you just need to be aware that, you know, you won't be okay, but you just need to be able to find resources to help you out. And that really segues into this week's topic. And as always, I'll leave my number down below. So do send me a text or whatever it may be. If you want to recommendations of what I should talk next, anything about my podcast, I'm open to anything. So let's dive into this week's topic. And like I'm going to reiterate, this week has been extremely stressful. You know, not just for me. You know, I think it's been extremely stressful for, you know, everyone, you know. And one of the things which I've been struggling a lot has been with being able to take care of, you know, my well-being. You know, as crazy as it sounds, you know, I've been doing this, you know, I've created 37 episodes and yet I'm still struggling with 
you know, being able to take care of myself. But, you know, to give some background, I think, you know, this week has been extremely rough because, you know, I'm preparing for interviews. I am preparing for tests, which I have two of them next week. And it's just, it's a lot, you know, and, you know, I think, you know, I'm not like some special person, you know, I think everyone has this. You'll have, you know, one week, you'll feel amazing. The next week comes and you're just overwhelmed. There's literally everything coming at you, you know, and you could be the best, you know, you could manage your time the best, but as these events keep coming up and getting closer and closer, that's when the stress builds up. And, you know, that's for me. That's how I feel right now, you know. It's just like, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm struggling, you know, and that's something which I really want to talk about. It's, you know, it's okay to be struggling, you know, and I think today's topic is going to go around the idea of, you know, it's okay to not be okay, you know. I think that's something which, you know, I've been, you know, subtly talking about throughout this entire podcast, but I think this week has really, you know, sent that home run for me to, you know, to talk about this. And, you know, one of the things which, you know, I grew up was, you know, I would say, you know, I'm an extremely optimistic person. You know, I would say, you know, I find a lot of hope and a lot of, you know, motivation and the idea that, you know, things will get better. But I think one of the things which I've become, you know, more prone to do is to understand that it's okay to be optimistic. You know, it's okay to, you know, have that mindset of things are going to get better. But I think something which I've been struggling a lot with, you know, because I was overly optimistic was the fact that I wouldn't address the bad things, you know, because I thought the bad things would just get better in the future. But, you know, they kind of didn't. You know, I think they, they, they kind of just kept on building. You know, I kept on being optimistic, optimistic, optimistic. But, you know, <laughs> optimism can only go so far. And something which I've started to take more time and put more effort into is acknowledging that, you know, you need to take a step back and see that, you know, you're not okay, you know, and be more aware of why you're not okay. Like, what is making you feel this way? You know, why are you struggling? And for me, I think one of the things is, you know, now I've been, you know, I still say I'm optimistic, but I'm optimistic and self-aware. I don't really know how to describe it, but in the past, I would say I was very optimistic. I would be, you know, every problem I'd face, I think, you know, I would, I would think of myself in the future, but not take care of myself in the present. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good example of what I was trying to say. Is you know, I would, I would have my perspective in the future, you know, my optimism. You know, I think 
I live in this mindset of, you know, it'll be okay. Everything will be get better. But, you know, one of the things was, you know, I neglected the present. You know, when what was that? You know, so much homework piling on. You know, I have school, taking care of myself. You know, just, I would not take care of myself in the micro or in the short term, but rather I would just be solely stuck in the long run. And one of the things which I'm trying to do now is be able to do both. Or I'd say it like this. I'd have my, I'd have my future mindset, but in order for me to reach my future mindset, I have to take care of the present. And, you know, one of the things which, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with, you know, a lot of students struggle with, you know, it's that I think it's something similar to what I face. You know, it's the fact that, you know, you either won, you try to bury your, your, your struggles, you know, you try to bury this, you know, this feeling of, you know, whatever you may feel, you know, stress, anxiety, depression, you know, you try to cover it up by doing whatever it is, you know, trying to just like keep your, keep your mind occupied or you, or something which you do is, or another thing which you do is, you know, you, you think that it'll get better. You know, you don't try to think of plans to fix it at the moment. You're just thinking that it'll get better in the future. And, you know, to be honest with you, I was both of them. You know, I was both of them. I was the person who tried to, you know, I was trying to person, you know, if you put, you know, if you put a bandaid over a bruise, you know, the bruise is still there. And I used to think that, you know, if I just kept stacking the band-aids, you know, it'd eventually go away. And, you know, I was also the person that, you know, just, you know, just prayed that, you know, the future would have been better. And, you know, one of the things which, you know, I think especially this week has been, it's taught me the importance of, you know, the importance of just slowing it down. And, you know, I talk about this a lot, you know, taking a step back, you know, one step forward, two steps, you know, one, one step back, two steps forward, you know, making sure that, you know, you, you reflect on your life. And, you know, it's, it's kind of scary to think that, you know, I have to remind myself to do these things. And I think that's something which people don't really understand. It's that, you know, taking care of yourself, being able to address, you know, your problems that you're facing internally, it's a lot of work. You know, I would, I would say that, you know, your, your mental health is like, you know, it's like China. You know, it's like a very delicate you know, very delicate type of pottery or very delicate type of, you know, like a vase or, you know, whatever it may be. Some type of, you know, very, like, you know, if you drop it, it shatters. It goes, it breaks into 100 pieces, 200 pieces. And, you know, I perfectly describe that as your mental health. You know, I think of it as, you know, you, you have... 
you, know, you, you have your vase in a shelf. And, you know, every time, you know, a bump happens, you know, the vase gets closer to the edge of the shelf. You know, like in the moment, you may not feel it, you know, in the moment, you know, you may not address your problems. You may not address your worries. You know, you think it's, you know, something that everyone, everyone faces. So, you know, you just brush it off, you cover it up, or you just look for the future thinking that it'll get better. And each time that happens, you know, each time the bookshelf shakes, the vase just gets closer and closer and closer to the edge. But then once it gets to the edge, you know, that's when you're in the danger zone. And I think something which people don't really think about is, you know, once you're on the edge, it's kind of hard for you to really understand. Or, you know, let me, let me rephrase that. You know, it's kind of hard for you to know where you are on the shelf. You know, people may think that, you know, they're they're probably still in the same place which they started, but in reality, they're basically dangling from the edge. And, you know, one more push, you know, one more stressful event, one more, you know, take, not taking care of yourself could shake that shelf and your vase would fall on the ground. And once that happens, you know, your mental health shatters into a hundred pieces. And then that's when, you know, you, you break. You know, whether that's, you know, you do something rash, you know, depression, you know, stress, you know, whatever it may be, you know, you know, you're just, you're broken, you know, you're into a, a hundred pieces. And I think for me, I think I broke, it had to have been sometime in high school. I don't know, but I remember it was a fair mid a fair bit ago. It had to have been late of high school or sometime early high school. And you know, I think one of the things is, you know, once I broke, it was kind of hard for me to navigate. You know, it's like it's just like once you've broken, you know, you don't know where to go anymore. You know, it's not easy to, you know, put yourself back together if it's even possible. But where do you go once you shattered into a hundred pieces? And for me, that's been one of my questions, which, you know, I've been trying to focus on. You know, how do you, where do you even start? And, you know, how do you even fix? you know, whatever you're, you're struggling with, you know, how do you, you know, pick yourself up and make yourself even stronger, you know, and for me, that's why I made this podcast, you know, this was my first step of putting the pieces back together, and I think one of the things is, you know, people think that, you know, once you've broken, you're not able to fix yourself. And, you know, I think that's one of the things which is beautifully said is in Japanese, you know, culture, when you break a bowl and, you know, it breaks into pieces, you're able to fix it by, you know, filling the cracks with gold. You know, and it's a sign of beauty. And I think that's perfectly said within, you know, your mental health. You know, once, you know, once you've broken, you know, you can still grow. 
And, you know, that's why, you know, it's okay to say that, you know, it's okay to not be okay. You know, no one is perfect. You know, everyone, you know, maybe you know, no one is perfect. And, you know, I think everyone's vase has fallen once, maybe even multiple times even, you know. But each time you break it, you know, you can get back and become even stronger. Your, you know, your golden, you know, your cracks are healed with, you know, this gold. And, you know, I think one of the things is it's important, you know, as weird as it sound, I think it's a part of life is for you to face this hardship, you know. And that's why, you know, I think it's definitely okay to, you know, to be able to address these problems. Because, you know, if you don't even acknowledge that you're struggling and, you know, you think that you have to have this positive outlook, you always have to be happy. You know, sometimes what if you're not happy, but you're acting happy? So, you know, you're trying to hide the fact that you're struggling so you know you think that it's not okay to be struggling with these emotions when in reality that's only making it worse and you know each time you push it back each time you don't acknowledge the problem it builds onto itself and i think it's important to understand or you know you take like five minutes a day you know, you document your feelings, you know, you talk to yourself, you talk to others. Because, you know, once you've broken, you know, or if you think you're on the edge of the shelf, how do you fix it? You know, how do you get yourself back to your original spot? How do you rebuild yourself? And everyone has different methods, you know. Everyone has different ways of coping. You know, for me, mine is this podcast and, you know, talking to others. Another person's could be writing down their thoughts, talking to a counselor, a therapist, you know, a teacher, or, you know, someone else could be an advocate. You know, there, there's so many ways of you to use your resources and, you know, I think once, you know, once you get to this spot, you know, where, you know, your, your face is broken, you know, I think it's, you know, your first step is to pick up the pieces. You know, that's where you utilize these resources, which I said, you know, that's where, you know, you accept your vulnerability. And for me i think that was one of the hardest things you know how do you accept that you're weak or you know you're you're how do you accept that you're weak to your mental health how do you accept the fact that you know you are struggling you know and i think one of the things is you know people are scared to acknowledge it because of the social stigma around you know mental health and i think that's something which society is starting to change, you know, it's having more of a progressive mindset, you know, 
acknowledging that this is a real thing. And, you know, I'm happy that it's happening. But, you know, what happened for the last, you know, 2,000 years? Or you know, even more? You know, people trying to understand themselves. And, you know, it's only now that we are addressing this. And, you know, I hope that, you know, for the next 100 years, 1,000 years, whatever it may be, that we keep on addressing this issue, you know? And, you know, we find ways of utilizing resources or providing more resources, more available, convenient resources to people that are struggling. And, you know, once, you know, you or, you know, society has helped to give you resources, you know, now you have your pieces, you know, you have all your pieces, you know, in a bucket or in a box. So now the next step in that is to actually put it back into the vase that it once was. And for that, that's where you have to take your initiative. You know, once you've fallen, how will you get back up? You know, how will you become stronger? How will you, you know, make yourself, you know, how will you help make yourself into the person of the future? You know, when you stay in the ground and, you know, just succumb to, you know, these the fact that, you know, your vase is broken and not acknowledge the fact from a different perspective that you could fix the vase, you know, and, you know, this part takes a lot, you know, you have to, you know, individually find the pieces, put them together and be able to fix it up with gold in the cracks. You know, this part's a lot of work because putting the vase back together, you know, you can envision it. You can envision the vase, what it looks like when it's fixed. When, when you actually have to put the pieces, mend it together, you know, that's where people struggle the most. And I think that's something which I've definitely felt and I've definitely seen people struggle with, you know. People, you know, when they, you know, they're picking themselves up, but, you know, they feel the burden that they felt before. You know, they feel like it won't get any better. You know, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But... You know, in reality, that's the phase. That's the phase when you're extremely vulnerable. And that's when, you know, you need to utilize the support of your friends. You need to, you know, have that person who you can talk to, who you trust to be there for you. You know, and for me, I've had friends who definitely been in that phase. You know, I have one now who's, picking himself back up, but, you know, he's still struggling. You know, every week I still hear him talk to me about, you know, he feels like he's not going anywhere. You know, he feels like he's not growing. And, you know, the thing I tell him is, you know, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing to fix X, Y, Z? What steps are you taking to, you know, try to improve? And many times he doesn't know, you know, so I tell him, you know, I take him back to step one, you know, you have to pick up the pieces, 
you have to utilize your resources, you know, or, you know, just keep talking to me and, you know, hopefully I can help you make feel, I can help you, I can help make you feel better. But, you know, it's a lot of work, really, you know, you know, to pick up the pieces, to put it back together, you know, that part is very energy inducive. It drains you. It makes you not have any motivation. But, you know, I think that, you know, once you finish the vase, you know, once you've gone through hell and come back, you know, that's when you become 10 times stronger. You know, once you've, you know, once you've acknowledged these burdens, you've acknowledged these struggles which you faced, you've fallen, you've gone back up, and you become stronger. You know, that's when, you know, you, you've truly grown. And something which, you know, I think people struggle with is, you know, once, you know, once you've, once you've struggled, you know, once you've gotten fit, once, you know, not that's a bad, my bad, that's, I shouldn't have said it like that. Once you've healed, you know, once you've, you know, become stronger and you've grown from whatever hardship you faced, you know, you still live with those scars, you know, you still live with the, 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 the past. And for me, I've definitely been that, you know, and I'm still there, you know, I've healed, I've grown, but I still have those, you know, the, the, those, those scars that I still face, you know, I still have those, you know, occasional struggles, which, you know, I feel. And, you know, just because you've become stronger, doesn't mean that you're invincible. It just means that you're better able to take these problems on the next time they occur. And, you know, like I said before, once you've mended the, once you mended your, your vase with gold, you know, it doesn't mean that it's invincible. You know, it could fall off the shelf again and again and again and again, you know, probably break it into even smaller pieces. It'll take even more work, but you know, well, maybe my little optimistic self is coming out again, but you know, you can always fix it by doing the small things in the present. You know, if you take care of yourself daily, you know, how will that affect you five years from now versus you not taking care of yourself and trying to, you know, understand yourself five years in the future? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I hope you guys, you know, all those who are listening, you know, I really do hope that, you know, you, you really understand, you understand yourself daily. You are taking care of yourself, you know, whether it's, you know, taking five minutes to, you know, take a deep breath, you know, take five minutes to journal your thoughts, five minutes to do whatever you need to every day to make yourself feel human. You know, everyone's busy, everyone's adjusting, but, you know, taking that small step back every day, it could truly make a huge difference. You know, you may not feel it, but, you know, I can guarantee you that, you know, if you do these things, do the things you enjoy, do the things which, you know, help to bring you, you know, bring you back to your normal energy, helps to, you know, relieve some stress, you know, 
I can tell you that you know you're you you're really taking care of your mental health, and I think something which is people don't understand is the micro is very important. You know, the short term taking care of yourself on the daily, you know, will help to you know help to prevent the hardships that you may face in the future. And for all those who are listening, you know, I hope that you know you do take care of yourself. You know, especially now. After the election, you know, you are truly taking care of yourself, you know, making sure that, you know, it may be a little bit dangerous outside or, you know, you're just making sure that you feel safe. And, you know, make sure, you know, you check in on your friends, you know, you don't know how everyone else is feeling. You know how people are feeling, you know, especially now it's it's midterm season and, you know, everyone's busy doing their jobs, doing classes, just, you know, Everything's coming at them because, you know, Thanksgiving break is coming. So, you know, take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. But most importantly, it's, you know, to understand that it is okay to not be okay. It is okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have these moments where, you know, it feels like, you know, nothing is getting better. But, you know, what's not okay is for you to not acknowledge it, for you to not get help for it, to reach out, to do things to help, you know, make this burden lessen. And, you know, do check out what Neil has to offer. Go check out that Google form. And, you know, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye.